Welcome to the Leadership Exposé podcast. This podcast is for purpose-driven leaders at diverse levels and organizations around the world who are seeking to scale and transform their leadership to level up their business and to create an impact in the lives of people all around them. Business and boardroom topics, trends, innovation, transformation, and the intersection with leadership is the focus. We enable success. I'm your host, Stephen Paul. In this episode, I'm delighted to host Manoj Agrawal. He is a director and the group editor at Banking Frontiers. With over 30 years of work experience spanning banking, financial services and insurance, as well as business and technology journalism, conference production, roundtable moderation and publications, Manoj has successfully conceptualized and produced over 600 events. But aside from this, Manoj is now also focusing on the brain, mind, intelligence, wisdom, happiness. And we'll hear about how he brings business aspects of technology and journalism and how he intersects that with the mind, wisdom and happiness. Uh, Manoj, welcome. How are you doing today? Thank you, Stephen, for having me on this podcast. I'm really happy to be here. I'm in a very good mood and I really look forward to a meaningful interaction with you and through you to all your viewers. Wonderful. Namaste to all your audience. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Um, it's, been a, it's been a long week, but a, a week of um, interesting events as well, right? You've, uh, you, tell us where you're based and um, tell us about the major event that you had this, uh, this week, which is significant. Okay. I'm based in Mumbai, mm-hmm. uh, a big city in Western India. Uh, I've lived yeah. most of my life here yeah. uh, and spent short periods of time in Delhi. I also spent four years in the U.S. Uh, in Tallahassee, which is the capital of Florida. Uh, for me, every week is exciting. Uh, yeah. Every day is exciting. Uh, in my kind of life, I meet a lot of people. I'm meeting you, for example, today. Uh, and really look forward to knowing you more. Uh, yeah. We had, uh, this week was special because it was a Diwali festival, which is yeah. India's yeah. biggest festival of sorts. This year, Diwali was special because it is the first post-COVID Diwali yeah. that people have celebrated with full gusto, with full vigor with full enthusiasm. And Diwali is just not one day. It's a, like a minimum 20-day period between Dashara and Diwali yeah. uh, with Navratri in between, which really makes things up uh, really spicy and really exciting. Yeah, so People I... are all in a good mood. Uh, even you get to meet people whom you have not touched base with for years and years. Yeah. So everyone kind of remembers you. Yeah, and wants to reach out to you, and of course, likewise for me also. Yeah, so, so what, a lot what, of yeah. yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, I was just gonna say. So, so, so you mentioned it's it's uh you know twenty twenty days um of sorts. So when when does it wind down? It winds up slowly and it winds down slowly. There's no hard and fast cutoff. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Diwali is the festival when we as kids used to burst a lot of crackers. Mm-hmm. 
but you know it doesn't start only on day diwali it starts 10 days before that and then it goes on 2 3 days after that yeah. it's a gradual build up and a gradual uh, decline yeah but this whole uh, season marks the arrival of winter of sorts if you look at the historical context if you look at the non religious context it is a change of seasons yeah. and a change of seasons is celebrated everywhere in the world not yeah. just india yeah uh, it's something that everyone looks forward to yeah yeah it's 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 such an interesting event i mean like i have participated in it um as well and you know i you know you know i live here in the uk i mean i've lived in canada i've lived in different countries and diwali has always been a very special festival because it it brings that light and that you know that 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 feeling of uh, next season and the success and all, all of the things that are combined to it and and just that energy that it 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 uh, it wraps around um helps bring a different sense into your mind <laughs> so it, it, and it's known amongst other other cultures as well you know so it's not just a a culture of india yeah and uh, president biden invited uh, some indians on diwali to mm-hmm. white house uh, this year Mm-hmm. and uh, i think i read a news that new york in new york schools they're going to have diwali as a holiday from this year or next year yeah. or something yeah probably the, <laughs> yeah it is that spirit that of diwali mm. that is spreading all across uh, and even in the, in many countries uk in middle east in singapore in lot of places we see diwali emerging as a very big festival just yeah. like the chinese new year is a big festival in many parts of the world not just for the chinese but uh, for other cultures as well yeah so festivals tend to uh, so we borrow a lot of festivals from the west in india uh, christmas obviously valentines day is becoming popular uh, 4th yeah. of july which is us independence day uh, is becoming noted here in india so festivals tend to spread it's like a good virus mm. so uh, wonderful so um that 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 aside keen to hear about your your journey manoj you know how you know your your uh, your intersection between your personal journey as well as your professional journey and where you're at at this point um you know you're leading a, a very key publication um that brings wisdom to Glo- you know people globally and professionals globally businesses gl- globally so just keen to hear about your personal and professional journey uh, briefly if you want to share okay, that sure. story i'll share that story in two parts one is what the journey is and i also share a little bit of the explanation of what i figured out after analyzing my own journey yeah so the journey is uh, i was born in a middle class family in india i was fortunate to get a good quality education i was fortunate to get into engineering which was much sought after in my times i was even fortunate to get admission in an american university on a scholarship really consider myself fortunate to have gotten that uh, i lived in the us for four years including studied and working uh, i studied computer science but i figured out after two years of programming that that's not something i liked i really wanted to have more human interaction then i came back to india and i became an it manager from there i became an it 
consultant from there i came an it journalist from there i came a more well rounded journalist and in 2002 me and a colleague of mine mr babu nair we started this magazine banking frontiers because we thought that banking was one of the was at the cusp of using technology in a big way mm-hmm. and uh, fortunately has continued to absorb technology and innovate and make a difference in people's lives and so that part of the journey has been very fruitful uh, in terms of giving me personally a lot of uh, value in terms of interacting with a variety of people learning a lot of new things uh in terms of personal journey um, after i came back from the us i got married I have two kids uh, a boy and a girl both are well settled now uh, and so i'm a little more free to pursue my profession uh, in that sense uh, lesser responsibilities towards kids that are on their own feet now but the most pers- fantastic thing is that the intersection of personal and professional journey mm-hmm. it's not like i have a, a professional life and a personal life yeah They are completely intermixed because so many of the people that i know that i interact with have become friends with many of them with so many of them yeah. so uh, tell us a little bit more about that yeah tell us a little bit more about that so uh, as a journalist as an editor we used to interact i used to interact with a lot of business heads technology heads ceos cxos and banks insurance companies mutual funds non banking finance companies all those kind of people and what i found was that of course i come from an engineering background and so engineering kind of makes you uh, have a tunnel vision about people you tend to think of people as very logical beings as very well described people but i when i actually went out and met so many people i found that there's huge variety of people people think so differently people have different perspectives on life uh, and all those perspectives are rational there is one way thing that many of them are irrational so i learned a lot about people during my career in journalism in media uh and of course we learned about business and banking and insurance and how the unpenetrated sector can be covered how government schemes can be rolled out to the financial sector how technology is making a difference uh, giving people much more access to financial services in terms of variety of financial services that are personalized to their needs mm-hmm. and also in terms of access to basic financial services that were missing for a large part of the population so really wonderful to see that this financial sector has moved so rapidly yeah. to fulfill the needs of the nation and to empower people to you know finance is not an end itself finance is a means to something mm-hmm. to income to uh, savings to uh, broader services variety of services and finance is going deeper and deeper into people's lives and making mostly a positive impact i would say not say 100% yeah. positive but yeah. mostly a positive impact so learning all these things from people learning people so more than learning it is people who are thinking differently that has made a difference to me yeah it yeah. was all about learning for me as a kid acquire new knowledge but as i grow older i'm finding that knowledge is easy to acquire 
but thinking differently is difficult yeah. that's why people like steve jobs teaches you know yeah uh, founder of apple yeah. he was not a phd in something that he acquired a lot of knowledge and applied it he thought differently yeah and i find today that i'm meeting people who think differently yeah and that's making a difference in my personal and professional life yeah that thinking differently is such a such an important aspect right because um, there's so many leaders out there that are thinking differently and they are developing big solutions but you are basically tapping into those leaders and you're tr- you know you're you're bringing those messages through the work that you're doing which is banking frontiers but that's just one aspect of it you're doing so many other things associated with it as well so i i find that very uh very intriguing you know because there are so many leaders out there that um other leaders don't know about uh, what they're doing and you're basically the solution to it yes uh, i'm really happy to come across such people who are thinking in new terms and i'm happy to give them the visibility to let the outside world know that there are these people yeah. we also banking frontiers does four sets of awards one is for innovation one for the insurance sector one for the nbfc sector and one for the cooperative banking sector in all these four awards we don't look primarily at financial results and say this is the best bank or this is the best insurance company yeah. we give awards for best innovation in marketing or best the use of artificial intelligence or best uh, uh, business uh, uh, business transformation yeah. or best npa reduction so we give awards for specific things yeah so we want to recognize the good work that people have done in a specific area and let the world know that this is the good work that has been done yeah so i'm, I'm curious manoj i mean you you know these are these are such significant pieces of work that you are leading how uh, and and there are lots of variations to it i mean like you you mentioned about um you know awards that you um lead yeah. you know you've got your banking frontiers publication there are lots of lots of strands here which means a lot of leadership from your side how, what how do you how do you do all of that what's your success what's your secret okay. to your success <laughs> well uh, i think it's not a secret the world knows that successful people are those who follow their passion uh, that is the god given fuel for us for each of us to be successful uh, yes it did take me a while to figure out what my passion in life is what my talents are Uh, some people figure that out at an early age someone wants to get into music someone wants to get into sports someone wants to become a pilot or someone wants to join the armed forces whatever it is for me that realization did not happen at a early age but once i started meeting people and uh, i shifted my focus from learning to thinking and that thinking gives you a kind of a leadership edge i think i think leaders today are people who of course they think differently but also they think because i find that in the younger generation today i want to do robotics i want to do uh, ai i want to do uh, 
bitcoin or cryptocurrency uh, so many youngsters are caught up in the trend in the flow i advise them to start thinking first develop your thinking capability your learning capability is more inbuilt than your thinking capability yeah. we are automatic learners from the day we are born day 0 or day 1 whatever you call it yeah we are learners the, a baby is a learner yeah. but we are not automatic thinkers thinking yeah. is something that has to be inculcated you have to take time you have to stop doing things sit back think over things it's something that doesn't come naturally yeah uh that i think has given me a lot of clarity in the work that we do and that clarity then flows into the organization mm. and that gives everyone some kind of fuel to do their work to enjoy the work that we do because thinking is not only about doing things efficiently yeah but about doing more meaningful things yeah it is about making a difference in people's lives yeah employees customers uh, other stakeholders yeah even your competitors actually yeah. uh, you can't think <laughs> in abstract you have to think in terms of the real world uh i think thinking is one of the most powerful tools maybe one can say that uh, that kind of le- learning about thinking comes from people like einstein yeah einstein continued to think about the theory of relativity for 20 years that's the kind of passion and patience he had yeah thinking yeah. gives long term visions long term goals whereas adopting the latest learning about ai or crypto or whatever can only take you 5 days ahead yeah yeah after 5 days you have to again do something there's something new yeah and uh, it's a endless uh, series of steps if you're not thinking yeah so 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 you know you 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 basically serve different professionals business leaders um through the work that they do but you know you mentioned uh-huh. about you know some of your you know your values and your mission and you are on a on a personal mission basically to to bring that thinking that wisdom and apply that but but you also you know look to raise that level of happiness for everyone through that that whole process Yeah, how, how 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 do you how do you do that <laughs> is that through the messages that you actually that? uh you generate or how, how do you do that okay so you know what happened it's about 7 8 years ago in my life i was on this learning journey acquiring knowledge but i kind of got the feeling that uh you know i'm not getting that roi putting in too much effort into learning but the outcomes are limited and i began to wonder why is that the case then i realized that all that knowledge all that information is going to the brain but what the brain is doing with that how it is processing that can i improve that i have no idea about it. so i realized that the bottleneck is the brain and i don't know anything about it so around that time i started studying the human brain and it's a very big subject brain mind consciousness habits learning intelligence uh wisdom all these things are overlapping areas so i said a little bit of everything 
Yeah. And I try to create a simplified picture. And as of today, the simplified picture that I have, I call it BMW, which means that the three critical, if I divide this whole thing into three critical parts, I get B for brain, M for mind, W for wisdom. All these three are capable of taking decisions. Okay. Brain is the ancient historic mind that has come to us over millions of years. Okay. Uh, so that is, that kind of learning is inbuilt into the brain. Mind is your individual learning which you have acquired in your life. Okay. So that's different for you, different for me, different from someone else. Okay. That makes us individuals. Brain is common for everyone. So you are afraid of a lion. I am afraid of a lion. Everyone else is afraid of a lion. That is common. Uh, I like chocolate. You like coffee. She likes tea. That is individual. So that is the mind. That's brain, mind. Wisdom is the accumulated wisdom of mankind over the last two, three thousand, five thousand years. Okay. Uh, it is not there in the brain automatically. It's not there in the mind, but it has to be consciously acquired by understanding what is wisdom. Hmm. And these days, because of the internet and so many wise people out there sharing information, sharing their thoughts, wisdom is pretty easy to access. Hmm. 100, 200, 300 years ago, wisdom access means you would have to go to some guru kind of person hmm. and get trained by him or her. Today, it's democratized. It's at your fingertips. But these three parts of the brain, uh, these three parts of thinking, can lead to different decisions. Your brain may say, do this. Your mind may, for the same problem, have a different solution. If you use wisdom, it may come up with a third solution. So to be really effective, an individual needs to figure out that for a particular decision that I want to take, is brain the right tool? Yeah. Is mind the right tool? Or is wisdom the right tool? And if you use the right tool for the right kind of decision, Definitely, we will make better decisions. Yeah. So yeah. I try to use this in my personal life. I try to tell my colleagues around me to use this. Or if I get into an argument or debate with someone, I kind of twist it and try to tell, make them look at it from a different direction. Mm. Is they thinking from? So most of our thinking happens from the point of view of the mind. The subconscious, the conscious thinking happens in the mind. Yeah. The brain is the seat of our subconscious thinking. And certain things we do subconsciously that the brain does, certain things we do consciously that the mind does. Yeah. But what I'm saying is some things the brain is tuned better to do because it has millions of years of experience. Which yeah. The mind doesn't have. The mind yeah. has 50 years of experience. In certain things, that millions of years experience is better. And yeah. in certain things that thousands of years of wisdom is better. Yeah. We end up burdening too much of our mind with decision making. Yeah. Yeah. We should use the mind only for uh, for fewer decisions that are really critical. Yeah. And outsource or move that decision making from the mind to either the brain or the wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's difficult to do, but if you do that, it really makes life better. You yeah. make better decisions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I don't spread it around very consciously, but subconsciously I 
try to inculcate this thinking. Yeah. I so hope I, someday to write a book about this BMW. <laughs> I, I was just I was just gonna say I have an idea for you to write a book, and you've 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 already got there that you go. in your mind. So I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to adopt some of the concepts that you've just described here, and we'll we'll have a further conversation around it offline. But I do like the way you've described BMW. It's got a good connotation to it as well. So, yeah. so uh, you know, it simplifies. It, you know, the I'll just summarize and say it simplifies things mm. which would otherwise be complicated. Yeah, and and the 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 reason I like that is we when we make decisions, we you know I I I leverage a framework in my mind when we, when I'm having a conversation and I have to make a certain decision. Um, I always think, what is a framework that I'm going to be leveraging to make my decision in the next couple of minutes? <laughs> okay. And, you know, I have my own frameworks, but the way you described it is 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 another dimension of a framework that I would want to apply. So I, you know, you know, for for you know, from my my perspective, I, I find that very useful, and I would definitely want to hear a little bit more about it, and we'll talk about it offline. I would recommend one thing to, let's say, if there's a committee or a board, mm -hmm. uh, let's say 10 people, I would definitely recommend that the board, for example, divides itself into three groups. Yeah. One group says, I'm going to see what the brain says about this kind of yeah. decision to be made. One other group can say, I'm going to think what the mind says about a particular decision to be made. Yeah. And the third group should would look at it from the wisdom perspective. Yeah. And then they compare notes. Yeah, and then perhaps they'll come out with a much better overall decision. It's it, it, it's it's such a interesting example that you describe because at the board level or executive committee level, there is such misalignment when it comes to making <clears throat> decisions or you know the dynamics uh -huh. and a framework like BMW and the coming together of different groups of people or a team to understand how they need to be operating through a, you know a, a framework such as BMW definitely helps so I, I would definitely take that on because I already have that in mind because okay. I'm in the in you know I'm you know I, I look at boards I you know I work with executives as, as you do um, I work in boards as well. I'm a board member, and and I find the dynamic sometimes is so disparate. It's it's it is uh, it is so fragmented sometimes. But when you actually bring something that would help them or enable them to work collaboratively in the best possible way to get the best of outcomes, frameworks like this really helps, and it brings a bit of self awareness. Yeah. The thing so, about this framework as compared to many other management created frameworks, yeah, this, this is so fundamental. Yeah, yeah. This is like it's absolutely fundamental. Yeah. You can't go more fundamental than this. Yeah. So just switching from you know BMW and um, just building on some of the things that you mentioned earlier on banking frontiers and you know the leaders that are involved in that and you know the wider ecosystem of banking frontiers that you're leading what are mm -hmm. some of the uh, the challenges that you're you're seeing or experiencing in the business world as a result of all the 
technology innovations or maybe even the current economic situation, you know, all the trends that are really pushing in briefly, tell us what challenges that you're seeing or what, what business leaders are actually facing at this point. Business leaders today are pre primarily facing the challenge of execution. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows what has to be done. Everyone knows that in the financial sector, for example, there's a turnaround time for a, let's say a loan application or an issuing an insurance policy, whatever has to be cut down from days to hours, from hours to minutes, and for certain kind of things from minutes to seconds. Yeah. Okay. So that is pretty clear. And that's not a trivial task. You just can't throw money. You just can't hire consultants and get it done. There's something that has to be done internally because you have tens or hundreds of systems, a wide variety of people, so many partners that you're working with, whether it's a credit bureau or whether it's income tax data that you're looking at or whether it's KYC validation that you're doing. It's a very complex system. Yeah. And uh, just like telling the human mind, if you tell Manoj, Tomorrow, you, if instead of being able to do a 10-kilometer run, you do a 20-kilometer run, mm -hmm. it takes time. It, it takes effort. So that is mm -hmm. the biggest challenge. Because people know what to do, but finding it difficult to do. Second challenge is, even after doing all this, the competition is still there. They're doing the same things. How do you outsmart the competition? Or how do you create a niche for yourself? So that's where the thinking comes in. That's where, again, you have to think very deeply, think outside the box yeah. and come up with solutions. We're yeah. too used to, as I said, picking up the available things and applying them. For example, I'll give you an example. Uh, let's take environment, which is a very big concern for everyone. We're trying to develop cars with better batteries so that we consume less energy, we can travel further uh, and all that. But essentially, uh, and that is attracting a lot of talent to develop better vehicles, better batteries, better <coughs> electrical systems, charging systems and all that. But literally you see the amount of road space is still the same. Mm. What if you can pack in more passengers per square meter of road? What if you can increase the the, if we can reduce the idle time that a car spends in a garage or in a parking lot. Yeah. So, for example, uh, I learned from my sister who was in Germany that in Berlin, they have this scooter sharing system, scooter rental system, electric scooters. You pick up a scooter anywhere and leave it anywhere, okay, roadside, and the next person can pick it up. These guys who run the system, they charge it every night. It's such a beautiful system where you don't have to own the vehicle. The vehicle use, uses minimal road space. Yeah. You can pick and drop anywhere. It is very low cost. I think we need to focus on alternative solutions like these yeah. and not just say, let me use the best AI system or the best battery system. Yeah. Uh, our innovation is far more powerful than our ability to apply technology yeah yeah we need to be much much more innovative yeah. uh, and that is a that's a challenge for leaders today yeah yeah and and it's and, and it's it's such a valid challenge because there is a lot of change that's happening and 
you mentioned about thinking and alternatives, not just you know one-sided thinking. It's actually thinking much more broadly, right? And you mentioned about certain questions. What if, if you start mm -hmm. thinking in those in those lines, then you actually start opening up new horizons. Uh, is is what I what I tend to, to experience. Ask, yes, well. it is important to ask questions that are different, not just seek answers that are different. Exactly. But sometimes you will ask questions that are fundamentally different. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I think that's what are Newton and Galileo and all those kind yeah. of people. They just started asking weird questions. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And some of those questions began to make sense. Yeah. And they pursued them. Gravity, for example. Yeah. Why does an apple fall down? Yeah. yeah. Why does anything fall down? <laughs> yeah. No, one wonderful, Manoj. Um, we're coming to a close uh, very shortly. Manoj, is there any uh, closing messages that you want to highlight here very briefly to other leaders or you know businesses or boards or organizations or regardless of sector? Is there anything that you want to share as a closing message? Um, there are several closing, uh, several things that I've learned over the last seven, eight years of this R&D that I've been doing. I think the closing message is to focus inwards, mm -hmm. understand your mind, the brain, mind, how it works. Uh, unfortunately, these kind of things are not taught in school or college, unless you choose that particular subject. So we are black boxes that are running without knowing what's inside us. Uh, I think if we figure out how our mind works, uh, we can use it much, much more effectively. Uh, it has made a difference in my life. I would never in my life have imagined that the kind of person I am today, if I had not undertaken this journey of understanding the brain, mind, consciousness, ethics, morality, all those interlinked things. Uh, the brain is the world's most, most, most powerful technology or tool. It simply makes sense to study it. It simply makes common sense to study it rather than to ignore it. And uh, that can be the best possible reward. I mean, if you study the most complicated thing that is the most powerful thing in the universe, definitely you're going to get something out of it. Yeah. I think that should be my uh, closing thoughts for everyone. Okay, wonderful. Manoj, thank you very much for uh, for being with us today and for sharing your wisdom and your framework and also the great work that you're doing for businesses uh, globally um, through your ecosystem. Thank you very much for that and sharing your very much interesting journey <laughs> and how you came about doing that um, until today. Um, so thank you very much. Pleasure, Paul, uh, Stephen, Paul, meeting with you, discussing with you, and being giving me the opportunity to share these things with you and through with your readers. All the best to you, and thank you so much. Wonderful. Okay, wonderful. Thanks so much, uh, Manoj. Okay, folks, thank you uh, very much for listening in, and stay tuned for our next episode where we will hear from a performance coach who brings the best in people businesses and athletes so stay tuned for our next episode on this and continue to stay on to hear about an exclusive offer for you
Hey, I hope you enjoy the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. You're now seeing this part of the video also because you consume some of my content, insights and teachings. Maybe you've been to my LinkedIn page or website or seen other social media ads or listened to my podcast. I'm Stephen Paul, a business and transformational executive coach, strategic advisor, leader and board member. I've been in diverse roles, corporate executive, entrepreneur, and worked with businesses and firms of all sizes, built and launched businesses, created high impact boards and so forth in four continents. I get it. I've been there, done that. But what is different is I bring a unique perspective and a playbook. I've helped 100 plus business leaders just like you to scale and align their leadership top teams, the board and overall business for growth. Leaders like Ivana from medium-sized company in the EU who grew 150% and expanded globally in under five months. After she started to work with me over facilitated session, sessions in an initial three days, I helped fine-tune their strategy and align their leadership team and board to be a cohesive driving force to achieve their dreams and outcomes. I want to teach you the same thing and more on how to scale and align your leadership team and board so you can increase your business growth and value. Get clarity on what is the next right strategy for you. There are multiple ways we can work with you. Number one, click the link for a free non-obligatory 60-minute initial strategic session. Let's get a feel for your dreams, your vision, your challenges, and let me convert that into a route map for you where we can co-develop and co-pilot. Number two, enroll in an innovative and intuitive digital online course that I have curated, created to help you transform. It's called Unshakable Resilience. It is the ultimate program for individuals and business leaders like you who want to be equipped at a personal and professional level to respond to any form of challenges or in crisis situations and take on opportunities with grit, resilience, and build a mindset of success. In essence, you want to be unshakable, thrive in crisis, take on opportunities in the face of adversity, and build a success mindset. So click the link below to learn more on how I can personally help you individually and your firm to scale and align your leadership team and business and pivot in a transformational way. And for you to experience this, whatever the challenge you're facing, get in touch with me. Let's discuss and I will share my insight rapidly to enable your transformation. Click the links below.